When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's Friday at 7.05, and you guys know that I made the executive decision based on a few things. First of all, I like this guy, and I think he's very talented. And the ratings, outside of me, he's the next big thing here. Proved to go very, very well. So I decided to bring on Curtis Slewa three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 7.05. What I did not decide, but Curtis decided on my show, mind you, was to play his own music. And uh, people know, of course, that me and Lou take the music very seriously. But Curtis comes in and goes, I'm playing this today. Okay, fine. You're Curtis Lee. You're a guardian angel. You're a hero. So he goes, today, I'm playing Ebony and Ivory. Now, I'm not an idiot. I understand the biggest story in New York today is the white radio host and the black mayor becoming very, very friendly. So my assumption, Curtis, is that that's why you played the song. But I may be wrong. You're a very, you're a sick man. I have no idea why. No, you're no. Well, yes, it is. Brian Kilmeade was on his way to Phoenix for the Super Bowl, so um, I uh, co-opted his two hours. So it was three hours of me bashing you <laughs> and playing Ebony and Ivory over this over this political hot tub that you've jumped into with Eric Adams. Because your very dear friend, my very dear friend Tom Sullivan, texted yeah. me and said, I was laughing so hard when you played that song, the theme song for... Sid Rosenberg and Eric Adams said he almost uh, crashed. He almost turned right off the road because that's your theme song from now on. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Tom Sullivan before you get back to me and the mayor because the folks that don't know, I don't know how you don't, but me and Curtis talked about that election in Queens forever. And Tom won the election for Assemblyman. And he got robbed because Stacey Pfeiffer Amato is a longtime politician. A mother is a politician. A father was a judge. He won by about 300 votes. She literally, this is no joke, I know Trump complains all the time, she literally stole the election. They tried to screw Lester Chang in Brooklyn. Lester was on this show last week. He got in, thank God. But Tom Sullivan yes. really did get the election stolen from him. And all he's done in his life, served in Afghanistan, served in Iraq, served in Kuwait, dragged bodies out of a burning World Trade Center, saved lives, and this guy gets the election stolen from him by some lady in, in Howard Beach? And think of this. He almost died uh, spinning off of the road when he heard Ebony and Ivory <laughs> yesterday. All those things he survived against the odds. Yeah. And he almost died laughing his ass off, <laughs> as I'm sure everybody does when I play that as a theme song when I do the Sid rap. 
which is at 1245 Monday through Fridays towards the end of the hour. As you know, I've co-opted even more Bill O'Reilly in that hour. Yes. I'm, I'm like a Pac-Man, you know. You give me an inch, I take a mile. <laughs> and it's exactly what I do. And every chance I get to bash you, Sid, I do that because you got all your friends. I saw the Hollywood Squares that John Katsimatidis put full page ad in the post. There was also in the Daily News article, they had that. Well, on the online version. Right. They actually had a picture of uh, that specific by the way, allegedly, of course, she stole the election. Let me make that very, very clear. But um, no, no, I, she stole she the stole, election. Right. But uh, on the online version, they've got that picture that yes. was Monday's New York Post. They've also got a picture of my son, who I love dearly. I know you love Gabriel too. Yes, yes, absolutely. so proud of him. And as I mentioned earlier, Eric Adams is dyslexic. Gabriel has dyspraxia, so they've got a nice little relationship there. So yes, there were some nice pictures. But in the newspaper, it's only no, no, you no, can no, see me them. and Eric. I know yeah. that, but still. They posted uh, the New York Post Hollywood Squares ad <laughs> where you had me in the middle, which, as you know, is always synonymous with the angriest drunken gay man in the history of entertainment. Paul Lind. And I, I, I right. know that was done purposely. It was. I mean, you're not drunk and gay, but the rest works for you. All right. Well, let me break this down. I got to bust your bubble, this love right. fest I heard Did you heard say the good morning to Liz Pipko? Oh, said, good morning, Liz. Good morning. good morning, Liz. She was actually on the show with you and Juliet uh, years who? and years ago. What's that? Me Hello. and who? <laughs> I've had I'm so not many. Asking what any of this no, means. no. I've had so many co-hosts. I don't know if I've had right. more ex-wives or it's ex close. co-hosts. It's right? close. Yes. But anyway, yes. let's get down to brass tacks. Let's do it. This love fest that you had in the last hour, you were elevating Eric Adams to the presidency of the United States. Could happen. Could Knock happen. yourself out. Every mayor has tried, and every mayor has crashed and burned. But let, let's give you brass tacks. Ever since you came on board and reunited. With Eric Adams, because you were his friend originally when he was borough president. Yes, Absolutely. we were friends. And then you just dropped napalm on him all during the election cycle. Yeah. And in his hey, first... Phil, make sure you cut this out of the uh, podcast later on today. Again, I'm sorry. Uh, and also, <laughs> during his first year in office, you were yeah. dropping napalm yeah, on him on a regular basis. That. That's fine. Then you rediscovered Eric Adams. Well, let me give you the analytics. If I was advising Eric Adams, I would say, schmuck putz, <laughs> you were at 42% approval rating. Now you're at an all-time low. No mayor has ever been at 37%. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, you're not. You're not saying that Eric Adams lost five percentage points in his popularity and has gone to that level because of his friendship with me, are well, you? What's the only difference between the last poll and now? His appearances with you on WABC, 42% to 37%. Look, he calls himself the Biden of Brooklyn. Joe Biden is at 40%. Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb is at 50%. Bill de Blasio at his worst day in eight years was at 38%. He has hit rock bottom with you. And he said, and it's in the article... That his favorite show on radio is Sid Rosenberg. Well, he said that at a press conference. It wasn't even about radio, not just for the audience. No, he didn't make any uh, quotes in this article. The writer took that at a press conference weeks ago when out of nowhere, unprovoked, he said, my favorite radio host in this city is Sid Rosenberg. Yeah, well, that pissed off Charlemagne the God and all the <laughs> brothers and sisters there on the FM side. So that's where he lost. He lost you 5%. Because he decided to hook up with the McWhitey Whitey, the Trumper. Oh, my God. If I were his political advisors, I would say, man, you got to cut the umbilical cord here. This is a killer. Well, they've already done that, as you know, Curtis. Not just his political advisors, but every Democrat across the city has gone to Eric Adams well, and let, said, let me tell not you, a good idea. Let me tell you why I think this is a good thing for Eric Adams. If I was your advisor, I'd say, politically, according to the numbers, it's not good. 
But having Sid Rosenberg and his son on occasion sit down and have a meal with you is so much better than being friends with that bling-bling bishop pal of yours, Lamar Whitehead, who is on his way to jail, or his newfound friend, who is the state senator, Malcolm Smith, who just got released from Lewisburg, Pennsylvania, federal prison for political corruption. I would much rather see him hanging out with you and Gabe than these two crooks. Because, you know, he has a number of friends who are very nefarious, who are former felons, who uh, he claims that he's mentoring, and wait, I know wait, he's wait, not hold, mentoring. Hold on a second. You got a set of balls on you. You're going to talk to me about him having friends at Apollonius? Yes. When you grew up hanging out with Joey Testa, yes. Patty Testa. Right. Let's not Anthony forget Sa- the craziest uh, yeah. of all, Anthony Centaur. Right. So, so you know that live in studio coming up at 9.05 today is Danny A., the writer, creator, producer, director, and star of Gemini Lounge. He's coming in at 9.05. We have our screening on Monday night. How, how will I know? Because <laughs> I haven't been invited to the screening. Right. I happen yeah. to have known most of these guys. Correct. Most of these guys. That's my point. So you're going to hold Eric Adams' feet to the fire when you hang out with every mobster in New York City? I grew up with them. Oh, come, come on, come on. So hey, Eric, Eric Adams grew up with these guys. Mm, no, he did. <laughs> Sid. I just paid you a compliment. Better that he hang out with you than the recently that, that's released. A com- that, that's like saying, Sid, you're good enough to win the beauty contest in a leper colony. By the way, did you see the latest <laughs> story of Eric Adams? His obsession with fighting tickets for having rats on his property. Right? Yeah. He goes in front of the judge yesterday. Now, how ridiculous with all the problems in the city. Yeah. We got a fire department in disarray. That's not his fault. That's not his fault. Excuse me. Who, did, who appointed Kavanaugh? Uh, let's face it. It was. Well, she was recommended by Daniel Nigro. No, 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 no. Go up the chain. Yeah. Let's go to the old White well, House. He's not happy with the way the department is going. Uh, we had that discussion. Michelle Obama, who you're fearful of if she were to become the Democratic nominee <laughs> for the presidential. You're always going, oh, my God. She would win. She would win. She told Eric Adams, yeah. hire Kavanaugh as your fire And you're going to blame him for not uh, not saying yes to Michelle Obama, the most powerful person in the world? The entire brass is leaving. It's like mutiny on the ground. They're not all leaving. So that's number one. Hold on a second. You you shook your head there for a second, Liz, in agreement. If Michelle Obama ever decided, and you're a Trump person, ever decided to run for office, she would win, yes or no? She and her husband are very, very, very loved. Yeah, we'd... The other side would have a serious problem. Serious problem. Yeah. Right. I don't believe she's going to run. You don't believe she will. No. But uh, do you believe that anybody else can beat Donald Trump besides Michelle Obama? No. Okay. Now, you realize, of course, I'm a big Trump guy because it says it in today's New York Daily News, so I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. The fire department no, no, very is good. This love affair for Donald Trump who's bashing DeSantis every day, claiming he's that a he's a pedophile. Come uh, on. This is, we're going through all this again. Remember what he did to Ted Cruz? Oh, I, I'm reading in the National Enquirer that Ted Cruz's I, I don't, father I, I don't helped uh, Lee Harvey Oswald kill JFK. Come on. Get rid of this nut job. Oh, it's knows, over. When this, out with him and this, out with Biden. When this nut job was president, the economy was great. There were no wars going on overseas. The country was doing well. And now... This Ron DeSantis that you love. Let me ask you a question. This Ron DeSantis, you know what Ron DeSantis is? He's Donald Trump. Let me right. ask Every you one of the Ron DeSantis' policies he stole from Donald Trump. Don't buffalo me. Yeah. If there were an election, Eric Adams versus Donald Trump, who are you voting for? Adams. <laughs> Trump, stop it. Oh, what kind of crazy question is that? No, well, he wants to be president. What does right? this say? Re- read this out loud. Read that. Well, you want to read it out loud. For. Uh, 
Yeah. Far right Trump fan That's and it. may get I'm a Trump fan. I'm not really far right. But by right. the way, let's get back to what I am an expert on, rats. And yeah. I volunteered to be the rat czar. Yeah. And Eric Adams eventually told me, F you, get off my property. <laughs> He's been hit with ticket after ticket. So he goes in front of the judge yesterday. This is a mayor with all this chaos going on in the city. He's arguing these tickets. I don't have rats. I don't have rats. News here. Remember, I was there cleaning up his property yes. when he told me, get off my property. Yeah. I've got the video. I've got the photos of what the property looked like then. I am filing a friend of the court brief with the court with the video and the photos oh of what God. the property looked like when he was ticketed. He has burrows. He has rat infestation. And that basement apartment hasn't been occupied in like six months. That's where all the rats are. But wait a second. You keep telling me he doesn't live in New York anyway. Oh, so that's how right. is that his apartment? That's right. Uh, and to Andrew Giuliani, he's not ready for prime time. Here it is. You're going on and on about how you and the mayor were talking about housewives in New York. Yeah. And you said he knew more about the housewives in New Jersey. That's true. And I said, absolutely. He lives in apartment no. 20. 22H in Fort Lee with Tracy, his beard, and his other girlfriend who's right below him in the other condo. Everybody knows that. And Andrew Giuliani wasn't quick enough to pick up on that. Of course he likes New Jersey housewives. What is wrong with you? I mean, none of this is true. You're, you're worse than the, the writer in the New York Daily News. No, just, no, 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 no. None of this is true. None of it. Uh, now, I have an apartment 22A in Coney Island at the beautiful Ocean Drive Towers at John Katsimatidis. And let's never forget yeah. that there was a, a rainy morning. It was really dangerous. And I was in the middle of the campaign against Eric Adams, and I was going into the projects, and I called up Sid. I said, Sid, I'm taking you to work. You are not taking the D train, D for dangerous, from Coney Island. Which, which I must tell you, I was willing to take, Liz, a very long walk because those apartments, while beautiful, they're a good distance from Stillwell Avenue where the train is. And what they need to do, really, John needs to do, is to get some, some type of like a, like a shuttle to go back and forth to the train. That's Dom's idea. And I was ready in the rain in relatively dangerous surroundings to walk to the train. And Curtis, being the dear friend that he is, and he does love me, he actually picked me up that morning on the corner in the rain and drove me into New York City. So I'm here to have this show with you today. So I that's right. That one. That's right. And I was arguing with the Bloods uh, over in Kerry uh, uh, Gardens. Kerry <laughs> Gardens, where they have a shrine of Stefan Marbury. Yes. Well, I wanted to beat him up 15 years ago. And your friend, who is a foe of mine, <laughs> Congressman Peter King and Vito Fasella, said, Curtis, don't set it off in the restaurant here. I said he's a red Chinese spy. I want to beat the hell out of him right now. Wait I could have settled this balloon issue 15 years ago. Wait a second. You said that stuff. Stephon Marbury, the former New York Knit and New Jersey basketball player, was a red Chinese spy? Yeah, they got and a, you believe that? They got a statue of him outside of an arena in Red China. They love him. I mean, there's Mao Tung and then there's Stefan Marbury. And Peter King, who was my enemy of all enemies, said, don't set it off right here. You wouldn't have had this balloon issue. You wouldn't have had Cold War with Emperor Xi. I would have settled it with Stefan Marbury. By the way, he was with a woman who was about the size of Lizzo, Lizzo or whatever. I've never seen a woman so large in my life. So now I've learned this. I thought that your enemy was the mayor, and certainly I thought that Gotti Jr., who put six bullets in your stomach, not him, his friend, uh, whatever, Frankie. Michael Leonardi, who's out. Who's out. I know he's out. But now it turns out that Peter King is your biggest enemy? No, no. Everyone who's on the list of the Hollywood Squares, (laughs) that is Sidney Rosenberg's friends. Even my mom? 
No, Naomi, I give an exemption. Okay. She's the star, <laughs> without a doubt. She she transcends everybody. I give her a pass. But everyone else on that list yeah. is an enemy of mine because they, they are a friend of Wait, yours. Even, I'm a fiend. I'm a foe of you. Even my kumbada chief, Rudy Giuliani. Right. He's on the list. Because he's a friend of yours. John Katsimatidis is on the list. Maybe him and Naomi. He does, He pays you. You need the money. You got I six can't months. say anything about that. I got child support here. Come on. I don't want to get dragged into family court again. Are you kidding? Well, what are you trying to do? Set me up for a big fall? Here, Sid. You, you got room? You got room out there in the Rockaways for me to hide out? No, but I do offer you a great divorce attorney. My name is Danielle Rosenberg. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, no, no diss to Danielle Rosenberg, but yeah. this is what divorce attorneys do. Having been through this, what, one, two, three, four, five, five. <laughs> They, they they get both parties and they say, you don't talk to one another any longer. No. We do the talking. I said, yeah, you do the screwing of me together <laughs> because guess what? I'm paying for her lawyer too. I know. I know. It's really it's sad. I know. Sad. He actually has more divorces than Tom Brady has Super Bowl. Wins. Exactly. It's very impressive. Actually. Exactly. Well, what do you mean impressive? <laughs> He tried, he tried to set me up to say something <laughs> negative about John Katzmatidis. No. There goes my child support. <laughs> and then I'm on the front page of the Daily News, the New York Post. Put this guy oh, in the debtor's, uh, oh, debtor's prison. Yeah, there you go. Well, I must say that uh, you said a lot of things this morning, all of which were very entertaining. One of your love yeah. of the hip-hop monsters, <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Uh, 1980, Curtis Blow. These are the breaks. He was number yes, one, right? yes. I threw aren't, you, aren't you named after Curtis Blow? No, I no. threw him out of the Guardian Angel headquarters on West Fordham Road and University Avenue. I said, what do you think, I'm a schmuck because I'm a white boy? Why did he call you Curtis Blow? Why do you have that Coke spoon around your neck? Oh. He said, oh, but I'm going to help you, Guardian Angels. I said, help? I'm going to help you down the stairs. And I kicked his ass, and the guys were going, that's Curtis Blow. These are the brakes. What do you think? Because I'm white, I'm stupid. Wait, is that a true story? Yes, it is. Curtis Sliwa kicked Curtis Blow's ass? Yeah, and now he's claiming he's a reverend, like they all claim. Yeah. You know, oh, I found God. Yeah, he found God in lines of cocaine. <laughs> like your friend Flavor Flav, $2,600 a day on crack. Well, Hopefully he didn't pass the pipe to you, did he, uh, Sid, when you met him? No, not that. No, I'm retired. I'm not sure he is yet, but I am. <laughs> hey, that was a great appearance, really. Thank you so much. That was great, folks. How come I'm not in Gemini Lounge? I knew all these chatrues, all these gabons. <laughs> Noon to one every weekday afternoon, all weekend long, and Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.05 right here on Sid and Friends in the Morning. He is the genius. That is Curtis Lee. Well, thank you, Curtis. That was great. Curtis Lee, folks.